thing, nigga, on sight. Nigga, I'm a real one. You go little for the strain. You make me want to pick right back. Nigga, I'm a real one. I can't stand you. Hello there. You are listening to the Quarter to Three Games Podcast on September 25th, 2013. My name is Tom Chick, and my game of the week is not... Hmm. Saints Row Chinatown Wars. Or no, uh, rats. Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be sweet. Uh, and I'm Jason McMaster, and my game of the week is not... Uh, Saints Row, The Ballad of Saints Tony. My name is Brandon Kikowski-Schnell, and my game of the week is not Saints Row Blacklist. Okay, you guys are both fired because you didn't even do (laughs) real games. Neither I'm the you. only one in this podcast. <laughs> I did. I, I eventually did. I'm allowed to say something, and before I put a period at the end of the sentence, I can go back and fix what I had said. Just so you know, I hadn't finished talking yet, McMaster. It's uh, like if your hand's still on the chess piece, it doesn't count as having moved. That's yeah. That's podcasting rules exactly. Okay. Uh, Brandon Kowski Schnell, you have uh, like rap street cred. Is this a good song? Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's just okay, rats. Who who is it? I really like this one. Uh, it's it's uh, it's either YG or Eeg. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name or his band's name. I don't know how it works. Uh, but it's on the uh West Coast Classics radio station in GTA Five. Yeah, I'm. I'm more. I'm not really. I mean, I like some West Coast. I'm more. Um, I'm more East Coast. You know, Biggie, Jay Z, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. You know, Two Chains, uh, Ti. Uh, you know, they're, I like they're those dirty. guys. Yeah, I like, cast. I like a lot of West Coast too. Though. I do like West Coast. I, I mean, I love Snoop. I used to love Pac. Although Pac's beats used to bug me. I mean, his flow is amazing, but the production oh, yeah. on songs I never liked. But I mean, I love Dre. You know, I love Snoop. But um, you know, I, I tend to be more more east coast you know and then i gotta give shout out to my man drake repping canada what's up toronto uh so <laughs> i, I did not mean to, i really didn't mean to unleash uh so oh, dude, much i'll college. get into it yeah absolutely no <laughs> doubt uh, i had i had hoped because it was on the uh, west coast station that that was maybe a significant song because i've been uh running no, around the, the house if you wanted it, the significant song you should have right. played forgot about dre because forgot about Dre is like that's pretty awesome absolute man. classic West Coast rap songs. I mean, either that or Gin and Juice. I mean, you know, obviously, obviously. You know yeah, I mean, can you I sing think, some of that one for me? Would I recognize it? Like it's on what, Gin and Juice, uh, rolling down the street, smoking Nando, sipping on Gin and Juice, laid, laid back, back. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. That's that in one. the that's in the rotation. That's in Grand. Yeah, Grand absolutely. Grand. Yeah. Oh, man, mm-hmm. that one, maybe I'm always changing the channel. Yeah, Tango and Chronic. I'm fucked up now. That's like the best yeah. one ever. <laughs> you would have, you would have loved San Andreas's uh, soundtrack, man, because that was like that time period. So it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the one of them that stood out for me is uh, about a gentleman. That the singer, the gentleman who is singing. Uh, there's a lyric about performing cunnilingus and then using Colgate toothpaste. <laughs> That's a good rap. Wow, he makes a rap out of it. it that, that the lyrics stood out for me. I was like, oh, that's it's an well, interesting. Mental health is important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I, as you might have guessed, surmised by now, uh, this will be another GTA Five podcast. Last week we did some early impressions. 
this week, just to let you know, uh, we're basically going to be talking from the perspective of dudes who have played maybe uh, 20 hours or so. The idea is if, the, if at this point you have encountered Trevor, uh, if you know, for instance, there's a torture mission, um, the, that's sort of the level of spoilers we're at. Just mid-game stuff. I still have no idea how it all turns out. Um, I don't think any of us has, has finished it here. So if you're partway through it, you're in the right place. Uh, if you haven't started it, maybe you should bail, listen to last week's podcast. Uh, but if you're in the middle of it, about where we are, uh, then stick around. Uh, there will be mild spoilers for the middle of, of GTA 5. Uh, I promise you, I won't rap anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather you rap than McMaster. I don't know. McMaster can lay down <laughs> some fat beats. Come on. If yeah, it comes, doesn't know. Yeah, I've actually never heard McMaster rap, so I can't speak to that. Uh, we will also be discussing, uh, in addition to our own experience with it, uh, I'd like to speak a little bit to some of the controversy about the game. Uh, it's perceived misogyny, if that's a fair complaint. Uh, the torture scene, whether or not that's appropriate, what folks think of that. Uh, and also more uh, to the point, what makes this different from other GTAs and other open world games? Um, so those are three things we're going to want to touch on in a little bit. Uh, but first, Brandon, you weren't here with us last week. I know you're a huge fan of the GTA series and open world games in general. Uh, what are some of your first impressions? How, how is this going over for you at this point? Uh, it's going over great. Um, I uh, At first, I have to admit, I, um, I felt kind of like an old person. How I think how an old person feels. Uh, in my... The tooltips were really small, very hard for me and my old eyes to read. I was somewhat confused. Uh, I couldn't drive. I was, like, smashing into things. <laughs> I think I, I just felt like my initial impression of the game, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm really old, and this is making me feel bad that I am uh, so old. But, um, yeah, Wait, now I have that questions I, real quick about that, 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 that early stage of your confusion. Uh, first of all, you can wear – do you have glasses? Yes, I do. Okay, put those on. Sit closer to the screen. I actually well, have to I have yeah, I've I've I have eye issues that cannot be fully corrected with glasses, so there's always a bit of a problem. Oh, so you basically it. are old. Like that's the I, thing. I am old. I yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no no question about it. As for driving around and having problems driving, what? What? You play open world games? You've played you played drive. a lot of Need for Speed Most Wanted. No, don't even well, give yeah. me that. Yeah, that what? I did. I every single player race gold. What's up? Yeah, you know that's right. Yeah. So what's going on Everyone. with Grand Theft Auto Five early on that you can't keep a car on the road? What's going on there? That first mission is Franklin, when you had to uh, you know drive the 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 repoed car. I just could not do it. I just could not do it. Oh, that car was a mess. I mean, an absolute mess when when all was said and done. McMaster, uh, do you have issues there? Um, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, I probably hit a couple of things because it's. Grand Theft freaking auto, but yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, I got back. It was fine. I mean, I've gotten used to it since then. <clears throat> but um, I'm actually pretty good at driving in that game, and I did not expect to be. It has a uh, a fair like. There's a bit of a learning curve as you get used to it because they do such distinct things with the handling for for the different cars. Uh, but I didn't remember having a hard time early on. But you've gotten over that now, Brandon. You can now yes. acquit yourself adequately in terms of getting from point A to point B in a vehicle without trashing the entire town. Uh, I mean, well, but it, yeah. in Brandon's defense, like, Grand Theft Auto does handle so much differently than, yes. like, Saints Row or any, or, like, or, like, anything before Grand Theft Auto 4 in the series, in fact. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that I, I actually, I think I'm one of the few people who actually liked the driving in GTA 4. I think the driving in GTA 4 was so messed up that it actually was acceptable to me. Uh, and it, it certainly didn't help. It didn't hurt that the AI in that game, the driving AI in that game, the racers oh. were so bad that they would just like, they would just enter every corner at like a billion miles an hour and make it incredibly easy to win every race by just essentially driving uh, you know, kind of safely and cleanly, uh, and and they would just go, you know, barreling into every turn, you know, like a madman. Uh, and now this game, I think, you know, I'm actually required to, you know, kind of know how to drive. But you know, I to be to be fair though, I felt the same. I felt Need for Speed Most Wanted that that driving was was really floaty when I first started playing it, and then but but by the end of that game i mean i love that hands down my favorite racer ever mm-hmm. so i think it's just you know it takes me a while to get adjusted it is kind of a muscle memory thing and different physics and the different personalities of games so yeah. all right so fair enough so a little trouble driving early on mm-hmm. uh so since and I, then, get, I get overwhelmed by open world games it's just this part of my just part of my kind of ocdness i have to um, you know, when it's first starting off and knowing that, you know, there's so many things that you can be doing and, and stuff, it just, you know, uh, I, 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 I have a hard time at first just kind of going, okay, do I want to do story missions? Do I want to just go explore? And so, um, but, you know, I got over that too. So. All right. And so what's your initial impression now that you've uh, gotten over those? Oh, I, I love it. I, I mean, I, I'm really enjoying myself more, I think more so than, um, also, California kind of creeps me out. Like Los Angeles kind of creeps me out. Uh, so there's that too. <laughs> Whenever I would fly into Los Angeles for for E3, just seeing the sprawl of the city, it just looked like a cancer, like something that just was was taking over a host organism and should have been like kind of cut back. Like there's nothing stopping it from going any further, and that always just kind of creeped me out. Uh, so I was much more comfortable kind of with the, the, the safe confines of Liberty City, you know, we, even if it was silly, where it was like, you can't cross that bridge, it's a terrorist, you know, which is just patently stupid. Uh, but well, I will, a city spreading out like that makes, makes way more sense than one just stacking everybody on top of each other I, like New yes. York. Yes, yes, so. I agree. And, but, okay. and, and so what I've, you know, since I've been playing, what I love about this game is that there are no limitations. I feel like that's a design element that they really needed to get rid of and that you can just go. And I love just driving around. Like, I don't care. Hey, if that mission, if that hunting thing is all the way on the other side of the map from where I am right now, I don't care. I I, want to get in the car and drive because I want to see what do I see along the way? What does the scenery look like? How does it change? You know, I sat there watching the sunset. Why would I do that? I've I've Mm -hmm. seen sunsets in real life. I don't stop and watch them in real life. (laughs) You know, I like the fact that I can look at the position of the sun and know, okay, well, what time is it? You know what I mean? So I, I've really come to the, the the things that I originally, you know, just were kind of like eh, when I first started. I really come to love. We well, are touching on some of the things that I want to talk about in a little bit, like the things that separate this from other open world sure. games and other GTAs. So let's circle back around to that in, in a minute. I, I first want to talk about some of the controversies about it. Um, <laughs> the the one that I think we can all discuss at this point. Uh, I don't know how widespread this is, but I've heard. I know that some people are uh, talking about what they feel is a, a deep-seated misogyny uh, uh-huh. in Grand Theft Auto V, uh, and I think that's something that people have said about a lot of Rockstar games. Uh, do you guys feel, based on what you've seen so far, uh, that that's a fair complaint? Um, McMaster, um, why don't you, oh, sorry, Brandon, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you, you're uh, McMaster. Yeah, what what 
how would you respond to someone based on what you've seen so far, uh, basically complaining about GTA Five being a misogynistic game, having no strong female characters, having characters who are are really disrespectful towards women, to put it lightly? Uh, How would you respond to that sort of thing, McMaster? Uh, uh, They're absolutely right. I mean, um, and it's, I don't know. It's really it's hard to defend. <laughs> so, uh, Does it, let me put it this way: Does it bother you? Um, not on a you know while I'm playing a level because it's designed to not bother me. Um, but uh, I haven't. I, I don't know. I haven't really even thought about it that much. Okay. Uh, you know, honestly. Uh, Brandon, is this much of an issue for you? Um, I think that. Um, there is a huge um, wasted opportunity here uh, to make a compelling female character. I mean, if anybody can sell a game and that would um, kind of bring that to, you know, I mean, arguably probably the biggest um, video game audience outside of Call of Duty, it was it was Rockstar. And I mean, sure, they would have, you know, the forum trolls and whatever um, kind of saying, oh, wow, they weren't going to buy it and this, that, or the other. But, you know, people would. I don't, I think that the opportunity was there. And it doesn't even have to be, like, the main character. I mean, there are no, so far, at least in what I've seen, you know, every woman who's in this, this game um, is either, you know, just like like kind of portrayed as like a shrill harpy or you know a, a, a you know like a philanderer or whatever and and I mean so far the strongest female character I've seen in this game it was just like a random uh, heist driver that I picked up on the side of the road uh, who had been in a heist that went wrong uh, I mean and I just I, I feel I feel I you know it's it's just I guess what bothers me is more is just kind of um, the the kind of the excuses behind it. I mean, I almost wish that Rockstar had just said, "No, we didn't make one. That was our choice," and kind of left it at that. But to be like, "Well, this game is about you know masculinity." I don't. I, this game is not about masculinity. This game is about dissatisfaction with your life and what it is you the the what these people want and what they're doing to get it. And that's not a male trait. That I think there's this notion that like men have midlife crises and women don't and i think this game is kind of feeding into that notion um and i think there's also this notion that you know kind of men it's okay for them to be violent and brutal and reprehensible but you know i think video games as a whole aren't really comfortable with women kind of being portrayed in that way um and i think it was kind of a wasted opportunity like i mean they could have very easily made um kind of a strong female character that you know does bad things same as michael and franklin and trevor do and made it plausible and 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 been fine with it now obviously i'm not going to tell rockstar how to do their job um i guess it was just that's what bugs me is is i feel like it's a wasted opportunity but then also i think the whole like fondling the stripper minigame thing is just really gross like i just think that's really oh i haven't i haven't seen that Uh, i usually avoid the whole strip club scene in video games because it's a touch creepy yeah i just i just think this notion you know this notion of like you know whatever um you know kind of oh the monster's not looking you know touch the stripper and then and then you know she'll she'll want to go to bed with you i just think that that's (laughs) 
I mean, that that's just a really bad message to send. And, and I know that, like, the game is all about murder and bank robbery, but we, we know that murder is bad. Like, we know that. And, and you know that this game is, is giving you the opportunity to do something that's bad, and you go, oh, okay, whatever. Like, we, we know that. But, you know, there's a lot of people, I think, who go to strip clubs and think that just because these women are taking their clothes off, that that gives them a license to put their hands on them or gives them a license to try and, and have sex with them regardless of what the woman might want. And so, I mean, obviously I'm not going to censor anybody or tell anybody how to do their job or, or and I would never in a million years say that they couldn't put that kind of content in. I guess it would just be better if they had some kind of understanding as to the kind of message that that type of thing sends. Um, and do you think just, people – do, do you think people though actually draw some sort of message about how to behave at strip clubs from playing Grand Theft Auto V? I don't. I don't think that people draw a message from how to, about how to behave. I think it just speaks to a greater culture of um, what we consider to be permissible in regards to sexual assault and and that type of thing. I think this pro. I think this country has a huge problem. Um, in regards to how we treat women who um, try to talk about, you know, sexual assault or sexual harassment uh, or that type of thing. And I think that, unfortunately, this game just kind of, it doesn't cater to that, but it, I guess it's more of a status quo type of thing. And I think that that minigame is entirely um, useless. It, it serves no purpose in the game whatsoever, like absolutely none. Um, so why have it? You know, why why continue to perpetuate what I consider to be a pretty big problem um, in in our society? That, here's my yeah. Here, here's my problem with the way I hear you phrasing this. Uh, you use the term like a wasted opportunity. Um, you you do talk about it sort of reflecting the status quo. Uh, and I agree there there are no strong female characters here. It, it's definitely conspicuous. Um, my reaction to all of that is, is pretty much that I, I don't feel every game needs to address these sorts of issues. I think it's perfectly fine for a game to opt out of any sort of meaningful portrayal of of women. I applaud and I deeply admire games like, like Tomb Raider and Gone Home and even some of the cool stuff that they do with, with the ancillary characters or even your main character in Saints Row. Uh, I, I feel that video games are doing an amazing job sort of advancing how they talk about it and how they portray women. But conversely, I'm okay with some games sort of opting out of that and saying, you know what, we are going to be a game uh, that makes fun of gross stripper culture. You know, we are uh, not only are we going to portray every woman as a shrew or a whore or a crazy old lady, but we are furthermore going to be, be portray every man as weak or neurotic or violent. Right. Uh, for for me, the overall issue with Grand Theft Auto V isn't that it's misogynistic; it's that it, it hates and. Pretty much everyone. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V has a very bleak view of of everyone you meet. I mean, you look at the way that Trevor acts towards yes. I forget the guy's name. The guy when he go when he Wade. crashes the guy's house, not Wade because that's his oh, buddy. Floyd. 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 Yeah. The way he crashes Floyd's house, makes fun of Floyd's relationship to his girlfriend, and ends up in this really weird. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's a really weird 
sexually uncomfortable moment where you cut to Trevor and he is spooning with Floyd and he says, okay, next time you're spooning me. And Floyd is like shaking and, and, and upset and, and it, you even hear him sobbing and it's really gross and it yeah. says horrible things about Floyd and about Trevor and about sexuality. But that's what GTA is is doing here is it's a really bleak, nasty, often mean-spirited, very dark-humored look at people, and 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 fifty percent of those people happen to be women. Do you think though that it treats that its portrayal of women is the same as its like its portrayal of like like I give you Trevor, but Michael and Franklin to me they don't it doesn't I don't feel like this game is portraying them as I mean I think they're portraying Michael as the oh the guy who used to do cool things and and rob banks and now he wants to get right. back in the game and right. Franklin as this guy who you know he wants to to you know he wants to move up like those are those are real I mean how many times have we've seen those in movies and it's actually kind of cool you know. I don't. I guess I disagree that that every male character in this game is treated as painted in, in as bad a brush. Uh, I, I think if you look at what Michael, the 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 game actually starts with Trevor being uh, Trevor with uh, uh, Franklin's girlfriend leaving him. And right. saying, I, I can't put up with your shit anymore. You know, just right. grow the fuck up already. And she ditches him, and he's obviously hurt by this. Uh, he's definitely portrayed as a stoner. His his friends are mostly thugs. Uh, he doesn't, you know, there's this sort of, hey, he's the sexy criminal guy who ends up getting a lot of money and moving to Vinewood and having all these nice clothes and stuff. Uh, so I don't know where he'll end up, but I do feel like he's he's probably the most level-headed of the characters and even he has has a lot of flaws. Uh, Michael, I disagree with. Like Michael, um, this is a minor spoiler, but but Michael ends up pretty much losing his family, uh, and mm. not they don't get killed or anything. But they they also basically say we've had enough of you. Uh, we're, you know, you're out of the house. We're leaving. Uh, he can't get in touch with his son and daughter anymore. I mean, I think Michael's genuinely hurt by things that are a result of the bad decisions that he's made. He has mm. this past with with Trevor and the betrayal there and lies that. He's continuing to tell Trevor. Um, there, there are a lot of, I, I think, really insightful meta scenes where, where these men have conversations with each other and they pick each other apart. Uh, certainly even, uh, you have to pay for these, but some of them are kind of funny and there are some weird insights. But Michael's therapy sessions, yes, uh, even though the and the therapist they is totally a, make they they just completely shred therapy. The th- right, the therapist is a joke, and it's it's mainly played for laughs. But it's Michael basically saying, you know what, I'm really fucked up. I'm I'm doing violent things. I don't feel good about right. my. I mean, the best thing he can say is that he's not banging strippers, and that that's pretty right. much what comes out of his therapy sessions. Um, so while I agree with you that they sexy up the main characters, including Trevor. I mean, Trevor doing all these awful things. He's well, Trevor. Trevor is the living embodiment of what they kind of of what they is like what they kind of expect you to do in a GTA right. game. Yeah, he's your golden ticket. You know, it's he's just like how I always I always thought that Hotline Miami is what people who don't play games think every game is. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I think tre- Trevor is exact is the is the the living embodiment of you know GTA. Right, it is. Yeah, and and um, to me, what what. Uh, uh, what all this gets to is that what Rockstar is, is doing with these three characters, in addition to some cool gameplay stuff, is they're creating this 
this idea of, of a complete consciousness consisting of the ego, the superego, and the id, this, this Freudian model of different aspects of personalities. Uh, but still, the sum total of this person is still pretty messed up. Um, right. So, whereas I, see, I, I do agree see, with you. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't think everybody – I know that everybody isn't as smart as you and has thought about this as much as you have. And so I'm not – and I agree with you. Like games – game makers can make whatever decision they want. Like I'm, I'm not saying that like I would tell anybody don't play GTA Five because it's misogynistic, sexist, you know, however, whatever phrase you want to use. I'm not saying that at all. I think it's a game that's worth playing. I think that Rockstar's – explanations as to why they didn't have female main characters i think is just doesn't hold water with me and as far as like the stripper thing it, to me that doesn't feel like it's making fun of stripper culture it, it i think that certain things yes it's making fun of like it's making fun of facebook and twitter and all of those things other other things i think it's making fun of you know racists on xbox live like absolutely that doesn't feel to me like it's making fun of stripper culture it makes it to me it just seems like not so, i don't know if celebratory is the right word can i, can I put it in a different way that what, what would you i think what it's doing with stripper culture is creating this dopey wish fulfillment fantasy about it and yes. I don't take it too seriously. It's such a minor part of the game. It's it's really a hot coffee kind of mini game, if anything, that they're upfront about this time. And it's yeah. Uh, so maybe not making fun of, but certainly using for a dopey wish fulfillment mini game. Uh, and I had no, you know, I went in there to see what it was. And I was like, whoa, they actual they have actual toplessness. Okay, you can play this thing. I could fill up this meter to get the stripper to like me. I'm not that curious about what happens, so that's fine. That's in there. I want no part of it. Whereas some people might enjoy playing with that. That might be a part of some people's dopey wish fulfillment stuff. Uh, and even if I don't approve of that or even if I think it's dopey, uh, it, it's completely optional. It's not like the torture scene, for instance, which we can talk right. about in a minute, where you have to go through it. it. It's just one of the many things in here that uh, is, is, is a crass observation about how people are sometimes gross, I guess. Um, yeah, and I I, 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 again, I... I get what you're. I totally understand what you're saying, and I would never tell anybody, any creative individual, you know, how they have to make their their art. I would never, and I would never tell anybody that they shouldn't experience it. I guess it, to me, it, I, I just it was just one of those things where I just wish it wasn't in the game. That's all. If you were, I, for I instance, just, the if you were the producer, if you if were producer, uh, you know marshalling these said, creative people and, the, and these no. different creative people, you would have you would have put the kibosh on that. Yeah, I would have. Okay, okay. Just, and enough. just and simply because Actually, I, yeah. I, I think I would have to. Yeah, I don't, uh -huh. I don't, I don't see what it adds. Uh, uh, it uh, sent a weird tone, like I think. I mean, well, mm -hmm. if but there's. It's like okay, there's so much weird tone that's kind of already being set. I guess is is it's not like this is the the one thing. You know what I mean? This is one of many things, and that speaks that goes both ways. You know, it's like okay, well, yeah, everybody sucks in this game. They're all awful people, so it's just one more awful thing. Um, and my response would be, well, then you don't need it. Let me let me ask you this: Would you put in a strip club? Would I put in a strip club? Yeah. Would you um, Would you let them have a strip club where the dudes can go in and watch topless women slinking around? Um. Well, I, 
I don't know, probably not. I mean, I don't okay. know that you. I mean, if you don't have the if you don't have the the strip club mini game, you don't really need the strip club. There's plenty of you know places in GTA that you can't go into. You know, what I, I mean? would I'd let them have the club. I mean, you know, why not? It's you know uh, the the the, the mini games still out for me. It's great. Does anybody know what happens if you fill up? Like, is there anything that like she does one of them become your girlfriend? No, oh, she, so you get a little. She sexy. takes her to your place, and then, and I think, and that's what what bothers me. Let me ask you this, Brandon. Here's a, here's then is another question. Would you then, if you were the producer of the Mass Effect games, would you take out the romances, and and how is that different? Well, the romances one, it's different because it's not just women; it's men too. Okay, you know, I mean, like like you can romance anybody. I mean, obviously, there's some characters who are straight and some characters who are gay. Um, I think Mass Effect, the romances should be removed because they were stupid. Um, but in, the, the difference yeah. in, in Mass Effect is that they weren't going for they weren't going for sexualization. They were going mm, for romance. Like in some of them, they definitely were. They're, well, they, they here, were, but the, 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 the difference, I think, yeah, the difference is, to me, like, I see what you're saying, though, but to bring up the word romance, fair point. Yeah, I, yeah, I but you you can try to have a romantic relationship with somebody, and there's nothing wrong with that. And if you say the wrong things, and then they rebuff you, right. then that's how life goes. But you shouldn't you shouldn't put your hands on a stripper. Here's in the where hopes I that she'll have sex with you. That's just a life lesson. You shouldn't say you shouldn't be able to expect <laughs> that you're going to have sex with a blue alien when you when you pick three dialogue choices. Also, and, well, I don't know. And if the reason that I bring up I just aliens, want to say, but, uh, but the, the reason that I bring up the comparison to Mass Effect is that I see them as the same kind of dopey wish fulfillment. Uh, kind of storytelling like oh I'm, I'm going to save the universe and the hot alien chick is totally going to be into me I see yeah, that as the sci-fi effect. well I see that as the sci-fi equivalent to this open world Los Angeles culture thing like oh I'm going to go to the strip club and the, the strippers are I'm going to totally oh, bang I, know. I, used to, I used to work with a guy who, who there was a strip club right down the street from the CVS where I worked at and the assistant manager would go there all the time you know, hoping that he could date the strippers. I, I mean, I get that. I guess the difference is if in Mass Effect, the way you you uh, romanced Ashley was you walked up to her and put your hands on her boobs, I'd be like, that's gross. But that's, you know, I'm, <laughs> but awesome. I mean, I think that's to me, that's where the line is, okay. is that, you know, in this mini game, you're looking at the bouncer. And if you get away with it, you put her hands on it. And that is supposed and that's it, and yes, it is. It is pure. It is pure wish fulfillment, but it's – I don't know. For some reason, I guess because – yeah, I, I know that the murder thing is wish fulfillment, but it, to me, there's just – Well, the whole game is. The murder thing, the car yeah, thing, the living in vinewood thing. For, 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 for some people, that wish fulfillment, it's not wish fulfillment. It's That's what they think. Like They actually think Okay, that. here then – good. And here then is where I think we have a, a huge difference of opinion because – the fact that there are people who are really screwed up about their own sexuality or their view on the world of sexuality, that should not affect what people put in games. And, and I've said the same thing about the, like the, the supposed rape scene in, in yeah, Hotline I, Miami, I this, yep. this stupid little tentacle rape card game that people wanted to put out. Uh, I don't think the creative content should be dictated by how screwed up people can be in real life. You cannot tailor your content to them. Because, Brandon, what you're saying there, it's not that far a jump. And I know you're not meaning this, 
but it could easily be construed this way. It's not that far a jump to saying there are disturbed individuals out there who might drive poorly or shoot people. You know, there are news stories this no, week. This I, is a huge news story that GTA Five is out, and and people are saying, oh, in, in the you know GTA Five made people shoot somebody or made somebody murder someone or wreck his car. Um, I, so, I agree with you. I look, I'm the biggest free speech proponent out there, and I know that this is I am I. I fully admit 100% I am being completely contradictory with myself. Like, I get that. And I understand. I've watched, Tom, I've watched some of the same horror movies you have. Like, horrible, like a Serbian film. My God, that film is disgusting. Right. But I would never tell anybody, I would never tell anybody that they can't make it. For me, though, when you, when the question is, does this game have a sexist slash misogynist bent to it? The answer to me is yes, and that scene, that mini game, kind of not only speaks to that, and I just feel that I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's necessary. And I, absolutely, I, I agree. I mean, but I, I agree with you. Like, tr- don't I mean? I have no way. I don't really have. I haven't really worked out um, the way to rectify these these viewpoints because I agree with you. Because because I mean, you know. Jesus, it would all just be epic Mickey, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, here's why I kind of resist when you when you talk about things because, but when you say it's a wasted opportunity or a missed opportunity, I part I hear that and I think, well, that's not really fair because I can look at at an ingenious piece of entertainment like Casablanca and say it's a wasted opportunity to address racism. Or it's a yeah. wasted opportunity yes. to uh, address the lot of the subcontinental African economies yes. destroyed by imperialism. You know, you know, not every entertainment or, or story has to address every concern. So while I agree that there's a lot of misogyny and, and just a lot of just mean-spirited stuff in Grand Theft Auto, uh, I don't really agree that it needs to not be there, that it shouldn't be there. Um I guess it's more for me, like, that why not have just one? Like, why not have one female character that well, I, that I mean, has, right. has some worth? Uh, I, I, yeah. I would argue there's a hacker chick and that girl you met on the side of the road who I actually think are pretty cool. Uh, she is really cool, and you would totally miss her if you didn't drive by there. Or she well, you would totally die the hacker. You don't have to pick the hacker chick. I mean, that's part right. of in, in the overall storyline. And there's also a thing like Trevor has a love story later, and I don't know what they're going to do with this character, but she's kind of uh, not traditionally cool, like a cool female character. But she stood mm-hmm. out for me. I was like, oh, really? What are they doing with her? That's weird. Um, and it's not. They're not so much making fun of her. So there there are a couple of touches here and there. But I agree with you that if you want to look at examples of, of how women's roles are changing in video gaming and in the way video games tell a story grand theft auto 5 not the place to look and i think <laughs> you know? that's why i think that's why it stands out now don't okay again and 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 i don't i, I mean i i really <laughs> love this game you know i really am enjoying it but i think that's why it stands out so much is because i just feel like you know the past couple years just have been so great for giving people, you know, fantastic female characters, and then and then you've got this game that is is it's just there's you notice their absence so much, and and I, you're right. It, I mean, saying it's a wasted opportunity that it's not Rockstar's job 
to make sure that every you know, because I mean, you, I I could say, well, it's a wasted opportunity to make a strong Native American character or a strong, right, you know, exactly. you can make that case for for anybody who's not, you know, male or white. Uh, um, it, it, I guess it's because there's it they're so absent it that it's it's almost glaring and it just seems yeah. so out of place um, it, now to 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 have it be that way. And, and I, I'm with you there because I have so much fondness and respect for what Rockstar is doing in Grand Theft Auto Five yeah. that I, you know, it would just go up that many more notches if they sort of grew up and tried something a little different with their perspective on women. Um, so I ultimately agree, but I do even more. I just kind of want to defend them doing what they're doing because I just feel like they're doing it so well here. For for instance, I don't think it's as bad as. Um, uh, certainly Max Payne 3, which, good lord, that was ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah, even, you want to talk I, about a bleak view of humanity. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and specifically, just, just really just trash, just nothing towards women, I don't know. But uh, what they did with poor Bonnie in Red Dead Redemption, they had a really cool character, and they obviously just didn't really know what to do with yeah, they her. Did, they yeah, no idea she was do. really good, yeah. Yeah, she was awesome, and here's a great chance in a cool setting for Rockstar to, to have uh, – to do something really cool with a, their cool female character, and whoops, they just dropped the ball and left her standing least, on the side they, of the road. Well, but that's the thing, though. And I mean, you know, I remember Todd and I having this this discussion in regards to, you know, kind of Mass Effect, and it's like, okay, so instead of figuring out how to fix it, they just got rid of it. And that was because we would right. have the discussion about, you know, well, the combat sucked, okay, or this thing sucked. All right, well, instead of trying to fix it, we'll just get rid of it entirely. And it's like, right, right. you want to be like, well, no, that's not what we wanted you to do. What we want is Bonnie just with resolution. Right, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, uh, well, I will exist. Don't pretend Bonnie doesn't exist. Uh, I also feel like I, I haven't finished the game yet, and I, I'm really curious to see what what they do with Michael's family and specifically his wife, with this woman that, that Trevor likes. I know that uh, I, I I'm curious if I can the hacker chick or the the driver chick for the heist. Like, is there going to be more development with them? So part of what I'm kind of hanging fire waiting to see is if they don't screw up too badly what few female characters they have there uh yeah. so I, I will we'll find out as we finish you know where this ends up um so uh, uh brandon i think you haven't seen the torture scene yet is no, that correct i no, okay my my liberal tendencies will you know well let's mcmaster i know you just played true. that and you you sent me a brief <laughs> message i think saying something that was gross like something along uh, those lines uncomfortable uncomfortable right <laughs> Uh, let's say, McMaster, you're the producer of Grand Theft Auto V at Rockstar. They come to you, and they're like, okay, and then we're going to have this torture scene, and here's how it plays out. Jason T. McMaster, what do you tell them as the producer of the, the game about this torture scene? Go right ahead. Yeah, I, mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't see any problem. I mean, it's yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's quite disturbing, in fact, but um, I don't know. It deserves to be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about people who say, I didn't need to actively torture somebody, they could have just showed a cutscene, uh, doing interactive gameplay where you're actually waterboarding someone that's in poor taste, uh, I felt uncomfortable and I wanted to stop playing. In fact, well, maybe you some should people- fucking feel uncomfortable. Exactly. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. You cannot sit, I mean, no, absolutely not. Because you yeah, know you what? can skip like, a cutscene. Yeah, we- 
It should make you. It it is a disgusting, huh? abhorrent practice that our government has absolutely no problem doing whatsoever. God no. damn it, you should do it. You should do it because maybe then you'll fucking open your eyes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm not, no, I'm glad you said it. I'm not going to go with you, though, on the fact that our government has no problem doing it. Fortunately, they do. Fortunately, there are people in the government who yes. have yes. steered us away from that. Yes, uh, there was a time. My, my point is that something like torture, you hear it as a thing. Right. Okay. And you, it is this abstract notion. It's Kiefer Sutherland on 24 going, we don't yeah. have time, Chloe. You know, yeah. and, and it becomes something that when our government at a time told us was okay to do when the rest of the world was saying, no, it's really not. Like, it should be something that if you're going to put it in a game, that you have to do it. It can't be something that you can just skip away from. Okay, so we're a, team of, we're a team of producers, and I'm going to be the devil's advocate on, producer here. And I'm going to say – Now, whether guys, that guys, is in there, that, that – you know, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to say, guys, guys, I understand what you're saying. I like this, but it's out. it doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the game. You know, we, the producers, have just been talking about the dopey wish fulfillment stuff of being able to fondle a stripper and take her home. Uh, what this is, a, this is a dopey wish fulfillment game. Why do you want to put torture in somebody's face? It's, it's out of place. This doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the game. Let's cut it. What do you guys say to that, you, you two producers? We are selling a game to people who want to murder innocent people. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's really not much more to that than that. It fits. It fits the tone. We are letting the player off the hook 99% of the time. (laughs) Murder people, mow them down on the sidewalk, do whatever. You know, burn them out in their home. Who cares? Who cares? Lose the cops. Yay! You're done. So you know what? Maybe let's show them that they're actually just as bad as everybody else. You sure it's not too political? Should we really get political in this game? I would just laugh at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I see. Yeah, no. That is, well, again, yeah. what, what surprised me about that scene, and I'm, I'm with you guys 110. percent I, I loved what they did. It was incredibly uncomfortable. I loved the kind of meta commentary there. How it, it really is a piece of satire about the process of, of torture and what we do with the information we get from it. I just thought it was, it was brilliant and subversive. Um, uh, but, but as far as, uh. And I love that they did want to get political there, and I I, I think that there's enough political subtext in what's going on with Grand Theft Auto and the fact that you end up doing missions for the government. Uh, Grand Theft Auto is ultimately, uh, at its best, is kind of a satire about culture. Uh, I I love that Rockstar is kind of growing up and, and, and making points with the satire rather than just pointing and laughing and poking fun at. And, and I feel that that mission called By the Book is, is actually a pretty grown-up, sophisticated piece of satire from a company whose satire hasn't always been that grown-up. Um, yeah. So for that reason, I really loved that mission. Uh, to write about it, I went back and played it a second time, and uh, it, it's just really just weird and uncomfortable. And Oh, yeah. And I accidentally got a gold medal the first time I, I got it and sort of felt like, I don't, I don't want a oh, gold medal. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're real good. Well, all you have to do to get a gold medal is use each of the four things that you could use for torture. So I, I was like, gross, don't give me a gold medal in that one. Give me a gold medal in a different mission. Um, yeah. And again, I don't know if this comes back, like if, if – 
this bit of storytelling, this storytelling beat about the character who's tortured. I don't know if they do anything with it later in the game. Um, I'm, I'm dying to find out, but even if they don't touch on it again, I, I just love what they did as a, a self-contained piece of satire. Um, yeah, like, I, I, in terms of, like, not wanting to, you know, should, should people be a part of it? I mean, I think back to... Um, um, Spec Ops, the line. Mm-hmm. Um, you Which know, I, don't, I think you're the only one who's played that on this podcast. There, there's in a the scene, world. <laughs> there's a scene in that game that is absolutely horrible to be a part of. I mean, it's it's absolutely horrible to be a part of, and I it made me sick. Like I wanted to actually shut the game off because I actually felt sick to my stomach when I got done with it. Um, and it was. It was, um, you know, it was interactive. Uh, it was, it was not, uh, you know, it was not something that you, you, you could shy away from. You had to do it, and then you had to see what your actions, you know, kind of wrought. And it was awful. I mean, it was, it was just awful. Nolan North's voice performance was, um, I mean, absolutely amazing uh, as a result of it. But the, the, this, this whole notion that we as players can be totally okay. You know, just kind of murdering things, and then expect that you know we we don't have to feel uncomfortable when we're faced with you know something a little more realistic to what we're doing. I think it's just bullshit, personally. Uh, I I agree with you, but I think it's important too. I I, I one of these days really need to play Spec Ops because I keep hearing people talk about it, and and McMaster was actually kind enough to gift it to me, so I do have a copy of it. Um, <laughs> But but one of the things though that's important to me is that is that these moments where you are uncomfortable, you know, Brandon, I love the way you put it. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's consequence free. We can call you out for the one percent of the time. I like that idea, but my concern is that sometimes that one percent of the time, the developer really isn't up to making it work. And I, I compare, I think of the no Russian mission in Modern Warfare 2. Uh, th- there are times where I feel like a developer is trying to do something provocative, but they're just not quite, I don't want to say bright enough. They just can't quite pull it off. They mm-hmm. can't, they don't have the context for it. They haven't set up enough groundwork. It's, it's doing, like if, if in a stupid Halo game, and I have no idea oh, what's going yeah. on in Halo, if they tried no to put in does. some message about torture. Write it, don't. Exactly, right. <laughs> and, and so, but the storytelling in Halo is so awful that if a game like that tried to suddenly Trudge make it. a point about torture or the invasion of Iraq <laughs> or women's issues, I would just be like, oh, what is, what is the matter with you guys? Why don't you just tell a good story first and then worry about trying to have a point? Um, so I love this idea that games do this, but but what I particularly love about Grand Theft Auto V is that they're they're doing it well and that they do have a point. And uh, yeah, so I, I this can be gratuitous and this can be done poorly, but I just feel it's important to point out that for whatever reason, Rockstar really feels like they've grown up and they've they've done a good job with it this time. Yeah, uh, and and, it's and I think to, to that point, I agree with you. Like, I mean. You know, it's kind of like after, you know, Frank Miller wrote Dark Knight Returns, it was like, okay, let's be gritty just to be gritty. And it's like, no, I mean, <laughs> grittiness just for the sake of grit, like, you know, I mean, that doesn't work. That's that's just bad storytelling. Um, but I think Spec Ops, I think they handled it well. They they set it up. Um, they set up, you know, kind of the thing that, that you do well, and it made sense. And while you were doing it, it made sense. But then when you saw 
like what actually happened. I mean, it was gross and you felt awful. And right. I think they did a fantastic job. Uh, and that that game really, I mean, Nolan North was amazing. I mean, he he he's always a quality voice actor, but I mean, his voice performance was absolutely fantastic, uh, and and told well worth playing just for that. Great. All right, I guess I'll go play Spec Ops instead of Shadow Warrior. Are you happy? No, you can play Shadow Warrior. It's got a dildo <laughs> bad. Come on, man. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Well, let's okay. So enough uh, enough about serious political points. Let's just talk about goofing around. Uh, if you guys uh, just just go around and one at a time, each pick one thing. We we've all got a list of three things that we feel makes GTA special or unique from the other GTAs, unique from other open world games. Uh, let's just go around the, t- the table and one at a time uh, bring one of these up. So McMaster, what for you is one thing that you feel sets GTA Five apart? Uh, the sheer breadth of the music available. Ah, I so you mentioned this thing. before. Last week yeah, you mentioned liking good. the soundtrack. Uh, I guess I don't know. I I can't find a radio station that I really like sticking with. Um, in a lot of these games, I'll just find one radio station and only listen to that. I don't think I've found my place in GTA Five yet. So what's making the soundtrack work for you? Just the, the variety? It's a great yeah. soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of good stuff on it, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, like that's amazing. It, it's a big one too, you know. Uh, it's actually a really large soundtrack. Um, yeah, but for me, um, there's there there are very few things in life more pleasing than listening to Bob Seger. Night walk- moves. Oh, What's dude! That? Exactly. Oh. Got a roll in the night moves. Then you got them Hollywood nights. You know, yeah. you got all that that good <laughs> Seger action. <laughs> oh yeah, Radio Los Santos is the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Do, do, if you guys notice, this just occurred to me. Maybe everyone else has noticed this. You can't get the country station in Los Santos. You have to drive you north. Have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that. I noticed that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing too that I want to call out. So there's a mission uh, at one point in the game. I think it's just a side mission where you have to steal uh, a military truck. You know, there's there's convoys driving around. You have to go ambush one, and it's just one of those big old you know military trucks that the dudes ride around in the back of and it's just when they're being driven around um and you have to steal one of them then once you get it uh you might get the cops on you so i grabbed one of those and i took it up into the hills down these these dusty rickety roads that it wasn't handling well and i was trying to drive fast to get away from the cops and if you're not playing a radio station there's a background score that i don't know that the previous games had this but one of the composers for the background scores is this synth group called tangerine, tangerine dream, dream. Yeah. who did all these soundtracks in the 70s and the 80s so there i am in a big old huge truck trying to keep it on this battered uh, rural road listening to tangerine dream wasn't danny and- elfman in tangerine dream no, oh, good lord! You're thinking of Boingo, Boingo. I'm thinking of Boingo, But but does that does maybe it's just guys? You have to be my age. But does that remind you guys of of any peak experiences you might have had going to movies in the seventies? Uh, well, I know Tangerine Dream. This did is Legend this is when or whatever. You're you're like the, you're like um. Uh, oh, Blade Roger. Runner. Didn't yeah, they do some Blade Runner? Oh, you're, McMaster, I'm so ashamed you're, you're, of you. You're being Roberto Davi or Robert Davi, whatever, in in in, uh, in Die Hard when he's like, oh, just like Saigon, and the guy's like, 
I was eight uh, years old, asshole. Okay, yeah, right. Good point. All right, so I'm the grandpa here. Good point. Uh, there's a movie fr- from the 70s that William Friedkin directed called Sorcerer, where Roy Scheider has to drive these big old trucks through these Amazonian woods, and there's a Tangerine soundtrack, Tangerine Dream soundtrack. Uh, so I, I just immediately had this flashback to Sorcerer, which has this amazing photography of these big old trucks, and they do some incredible practical stunt work trying to get it across a rickety bridge in a storm. Um, so I just thought I had this moment, and I was like, oh, the guys at Rockstar must know that I love Tangerine Dream. Um, and McMaster, Blade Runner. Bryce Scheider. Blade Runner is Vangelis. You are such oh, you're such a disappointment to me, McMaster. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tangerine Dream. Uh, Risky Business, Tangerine Dream. Come on. The Keep, the Michael Mann movie, The Keep. Hey, dude, I already said Legend, all right? They had Legend. Uh, 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 Bob Seger did uh, Risky Business, hello. Yeah, and Night Moves. That's really all you need. (laughs) There's a movie from the 70s called Night Moves. Is Bob Seger in it? Nope, nope, just Gene Hackman. Sorry. If I can paraphrase, uh, you know, um, uh, Dave Letterman, I like Bob Seger. And I like trucks, but if I hear like a rock one more time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't know what my obsession is, but uh, I think I made fun of Yacht Rock so much that I started to like it because I kept listening to it and laughing. And then I just kept, I find myself like listening to, uh, you know, I don't know, all sorts of horrifying things that I'd rather not admit. Do you mean in real life or in GTA? Yes. No, in real life, yeah. Right. I I have definitely found music that I like from open world games radio stations. Uh, Oh, yeah, me too. In GTA 4, there was a Swiss Beats song that is, like, amazing. I can't remember the name of it, but I used to to cue that up uh, on the YouTubes when I was at work and listened to it. Yeah, from Saints Row 3, I think a Swedish-slash-French pop called The Do. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, all right, so McMaster, you you like the breadth of the soundtrack, very good. Brandon, what's one thing that makes it uh, distinct for you, stand apart well, from us? It's not from other open world games, but like as I mentioned before, this this notion of being able to go wherever you want from jump—that's something Grand Theft Auto has needed for a while. So I was glad that they put that in there because uh, it's, yeah, go ahead. you know when when I only have like ten minutes to do something, I can go. All right, well, let me just drive up here. You know, I'll see something. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week, but I accidentally went into the valley before uh, I was supposed to, and I love that it let me do that. Uh, so, you know, when it cut to Trevor in the trailer there, uh, I'd already been to that area. And I, I love that, you know, there was, as you said, Brandon, no bridge blown up by terrorists that wasn't going to let me get up there yet. Um, uh, all right, free to explore. I definitely uh, like the freedom there. But here, conversely, Brandon, here's one of the things that I like about it. It's kind of the opposite of the free to explore. And I think it's partly why they can get away with the free to explore. I like how many side activities there are that are built, that that are gated into your progression somehow. There are some things that you're not going to discover. When you first sit down and just explore and you're running all over the place, you're not going to see all the things you can do. And you might be thinking, hey, where's the races? Or, hey, I thought there was skydiving here. And that stuff mm-hmm. may not be along for, for quite some time. Um, right. So I, I like the progression of side activities for kind of the focus that it gives it. And also for the promise of knowing what that I've got cool stuff waiting for me down, down the line. Uh, mm-hmm. And the one I want to highlight where, where it does this is you can buy property. 
And, mm. you know, you can buy property in a lot of games. In Saints Row 4, I own so much real estate, and all it does is give me money, and I've already got more money than I need to do. It doesn't matter if I own a store. One of the things that I love about Saints Row or uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 um, is how when you buy a business, it unlocks, for the most part, some kind of new gameplay. Um, right. Now, do either of you guys own any property yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I own the hangar up in uh, for Trevor Phillips Industries. Oh, yeah. Exactly, and that's the yeah. first one. It even gives you enough money, and that's where it's going to show you how to do this, because it gives you the money, you, you can buy it, uh, and it unlocks these cool missions. Have you guys done many of those missions? I've done one um, ground cargo and one uh, uh, air cargo. The, the ground cargo reminds me of a, uh, I think it was a Rockstar game called Smuggler's Run, which was all this like crazy open road driving around and bumping off rough terrain and picking up packages and getting it back somewhere while other cars chase you. Uh, but I love where they go with some of those airplane missions that I'll leave you guys to discover. But they do some really fun stuff with the airplane missions. Um, well, uh, I would encourage... Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll sort of talk a bit about this. There's One of the things you can buy is a... Uh, I think it's called like these the Sonar Collection Docks or something, or the, the Sonar Scavenging Company or something, and it's on the coast. Uh, do you guys know anything about this? I know that you can go diving for stuff, but I haven't what? done any of it. Okay. Yeah, so uh, what it does is it, is it unlocks this mini-sub, um, which has a guest appearance elsewhere. But you, you Oh, can, yes. You can drive a mini-sub down to depths. Like, it's got a crush depth of 600 feet, and there are collectible canisters of radioactive waste, each of which gives you a fair amount of money. Like, there's about a half million dollars worth of radioactive waste in the water around... Uh, the area here and the mini sub mm-hmm. is just this really cool um you you have a, a sonar tracking device that works on your your oh. cell phone and you're just piloting this sub underwater and it gets really dark and the noise is different uh and you're trying to find your way around some caves and some rough terrain and these canyons um and i just can't believe they put this rich underwater world in a Grand Theft Auto game. So, but Brandon, have you have you played the most magical mission in the world? No. The the heist, the Trevor heist. Oh no, boy. no. Ah, uh, it's a magic. Die. I just I just got to Los Santos with Trevor. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah the heists are so cool. Now I I'm a little bit concerned because there there are 69 missions in the game. Haha. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've I can look at my little progress thing and I've done 50 of them. So I I was hoping for a little more kind of dynamic, more dynamic possibilities with some of the heists. And I, I'm a little concerned that there might be some smoke and mirrors going on with those. There's this idea that you pick a team and you can pick a different approach and you can make yeah. some choices. Uh, and I, I think the promise of that when I first saw it, because I was almost thinking like payday, like there's going to be these dynamic heists and things can go different ways. And based on some choices that I made when I did that first heist, uh, certain things happened in the heist. Yeah, that felt like, yeah, there was, there was definitely, a mo- I was talking about that with Petey, and he was like, I kind of think that this one thing happening, is, it would have happened regardless of who you yeah. picked. Uh, and, and so I wonder if there's if that maybe is is implying that more is going to happen that doesn't happen. Uh, but I will say, McMaster, you did a great job of sort of providing possible titles for DLC. But some DLC I would love to see in this game uh, are more single player heists. Just let me, yeah. my team. But they're going to do they're going to do single player heists in GTA Online, which I think will be awesome. No, no, I want to pay money. I want to pay money to play them alone. Well, obviously, but I mean, uh, 
Uh, <laughs> you know, you're right. You're right, Brandon. I mean, the the promise of what they're going to do with GTA Five, maybe the heists are kind of a, a taste of what you're going to get with GTA Five online. Uh, so I'll be curious to see that. Um, but at any rate, so that's the thing I like is how they, they gate the different activities. And there's so many activities I haven't tried yet. I think the only thing I've tried that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm never going to do this again. Uh, darts. Have you guys played darts? No. 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 Yeah. Without without a Wii controller, I don't know how you could possibly make darts interesting. And even with a Wii controller, uh, it's good for maybe two playthroughs. But you can play darts at I think it's called Yellow Jacks, which is the bar outside of Sandy Shores. Um, and I saw no reason to do that. Um, but even I haven't done the golf yet. Has anyone here played? It's it's not mm-hmm. good. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, you might like, I don't know. Like, I love golf, and, uh, yeah, I just kind of, I don't know. Maybe I just expect it too much. Oh, break my heart, McMaster. There's so much, because that huge golf course is squatting right in the middle of oh, yeah. roughly the Beverly Hills area, and I was hoping they'd do something special with that. Um, have you guys tried tennis? No. Man, I was I was very pleasantly surprised. It's almost like a full blown virtue of tennis in there. Well, they they made uh, table tennis. I mean, they should. That's true. Yeah. They oh yeah, that's probably, right. Yeah, they have that laying around somewhere. Yeah. Well, so uh, I love the progression of side activities. Uh, that's one of the things that I like. So, McMaster, what's another thing that you think sets it apart from other GTAs? Oh, I was gonna say heists. Uh, well, yeah. Let's okay, and and we'll see where they go with that. <laughs> and uh-huh, go ahead. And I, I will say this, uh, I guess this is slightly spoilery, but, uh, you know, it, well, you've done a heist already, Brandon, so, like, you yeah. know, you get to pick a couple of options. Right. It, the, later on, you get to do a heist, and one of the options is blah, 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 whatever, and the other one is dropping a submarine from a helicopter, who who would who ever pick that? that other option? You know, who wouldn't? Do, yeah, I did the other option. <laughs> did I make the wrong call, McMaster? <laughs> why would you? Why? Uh, why? Because I wanted to see. Uh, because what you get to do instead sounds way cooler than the the end result. Sounds way cooler than the end result of your choice. Okay. Okay. So what what was the other one? Uh, you can. Is it where you can a- attack a ship when it's in the harbor, or attack it at the open ocean? Is that it? Basically, what was, what it was was yeah. I get, I got helicoptered out to the open ocean and then dropped and then went underwater and then got picked up and flown out. Yeah, well, I got to blow up the ship and watch it turn over and spill all those cargo things into the water. So suck it. I got chased. I got chased by a personal, like uh, you know, personal defense forces um, helicopters through a canyon. Well, wait a minute. You got chased by helicopters because I don't think that ever happens in this game. Never. <laughs> uh, I do appreciate that you can replay the mission. So as you're doing the missions, you finish up and it gives you a medal. You know, silver, bronze, gold, uh, and then it gives you a list of of sub goals that if you'd accomplished them all you would have gotten a better medal uh i love that you can go back and replay the missions and when you first finish the mission it just gives you the title of what you were supposed to do and you might not be clear on what that means but if you replay it it tells you exactly what it takes for each uh objective which i really like so i do like the replay ability that option to replay things um and i don't know about you guys 
as I'm playing, I'm constantly getting these little nag messages from my friends on Rockstar Social Club saying, oh, so-and-so got a better yeah. score than you on this mission. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know what, Max, it's, it's never on said... Friend, it's on my friends list, actually. For me, it's never said Jason McMaster got a better score than you. And, and That's because you've had it longer than me, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be ruining the day, pal. <laughs> uh, I one of the things, and this ties into what you're talking about, McMaster, with the heists. Uh, I just love what they have done with the main missions. There, there are very few of them where I thought, oh, that was kind of a waste of time, or I, I didn't enjoy that, or oh, there was right. nothing special there. Man, there, and I, I won't mention anything because I loved discovering them. But some of the stuff they do with these missions, uh, I was just, I was like, wow, you. You guys got my number. You know how to impress me. Uh, and I'll just call out. There's a little community up to the north called, oh, not Petaluma Bay, something like Paluto Bay, something like that. It's just a little seaside community. And robbing the bank of that community, what this, this, this sort of surprise reveal that they give you made that like one of the peak missions I will have played all year, even compared to Saints Row. Uh, I'm just really pleased how clever and creative they've gotten with some of these things. So, all right, Brendan, what's another thing that uh, number two for you that makes it stand out from other GTAs and open world games? Well, obviously, I, I think the switch of being able to switch characters. I mean, you if if this had oh, been yeah. a game where the first you know ten missions was was just Franklin gangbang, you know, uh, whatever, like trying to get get away from the, his gangbanger buddies or or just Michael bitching about how you know his wife treats him or even just Trevor being a crazy tweaker then you would go yeah okay whatever move it along um, and I think the the ability to switch between the three characters and, and each character having their own set of freaks and strangers and and stuff like that I mean it, it just kind of it it uh, makes it easier for them to tell different kinds of stories and then it also just makes it, you know, so that you really do kind of want to go, okay, well, what's happening next? Because maybe I'll switch into this guy, and and there'll be a new question mark on the map, you know, or whatever. Um, you were such so a I, jerk for stealing my answer, by the way. Sorry. <sighs> Fine, close. I'll um I'll go with um. <laughs> Pick the movies. Pick those those stupid interminable movies that you can sit down and watch. Pick that. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't done that. Um, you, you got oh. to kill somebody with a phone. That's cool. <laughs> I uh, I uh, I did that. I watched one. I sort of watched one of those in one of the weirder moments of my life recently when my dad dropped by to visit while I was playing Grand Theft Auto. Right as I had gone into a movie theater, so I'm sitting there with my elderly father. Which one? Well, which movie was it? Do you remember? Oh God, I don't remember. It was black and white, and it looked. Oh, like so a- it's the weird foreign movie, the weird yes. foreign film. Yeah, yeah. Me and my dad watched that. <laughs> yeah, that's not even watchable, McMaster. I think that's I a big joke. It's called like the, the cavalcade, or I forget what it's called. But I was like, "What the, are they doing?" Oh, yeah. There's a, there are some of them that are more conventional that are kind of cute that you might check out. But uh, yeah, that I was just like, "Oh, they are totally jerking my chain here." <laughs> yeah. I want my twenty dollars back. You know, <laughs> that's something I liked about GTA Four was you could watch uh, stand-up comedians and stuff like that because they actually oh, had yeah, a few really right. good they ones. They were really funny. Comedians, yeah. Frankie Boyle and people like that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot all about that. Well, I think that in place of that here, the the TV stuff might be more. Uh, there might be more content on the TV stuff and in the longer movies. But yeah, I do miss going in to watch a. a 
a modeled stand-up comic, a character model of a stand-up comic do a routine. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. Um, uh, so as, as far as the characters in the switching, uh, something that I didn't realize until some folks on, on the message board at Quarter to Three were posting about it uh, was the variety of stuff that can happen when you're not playing your characters. So for instance, if I'm not playing Trevor for a while and I switch over to Trevor, uh, I've been delighted to discover all the different things that he can be doing. When I switch over to him, I'm kind of oh yes, to switch away from him because I don't know. I, I'm afraid of what I'll see when I switch <laughs> back. You will <laughs> see some horrifying things. Uh, and I just—it's almost like a Sims kind of deal. Like they have this weird Sims-style autonomy where they'll change their clothes, they'll do their own things. At one point, I—I I don't know where he got it, but at one point, I went back to Michael, and he was just jetting around in a boat. You know, where <laughs> did he get a boat? I—I I guess maybe I own one. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I just love, okay, let's drop in and see who's doing what. And what I'm thinking, you can give someone a waypoint and switch away from him and play another character, and the original character will make his way towards the waypoint. Yeah, that happened to me. I was, I was uh, as Michael, I was going to like one of the first Laster missions, and I was like, oh, let me, I didn't have time to do it. And I was like, well, let me just see what Franklin's doing. And I popped over to Franklin and said, okay, well, he had nothing. So then uh, next time when I loaded up the game and I popped over to Michael, he was like right outside Lester's house. Yeah, so I'm because one of the achievements, and as I'm sure you've checked this out, Brandon, is to have all three people together and get your wanted level up to five stars. I think uh, three stars, three stars three for stars. three minutes. It's called it's it's like three all three together, three stars for three minutes. Did you do that? Do you have that achievement? No, but Petey did it, and he told me basically what you do is so you would call each of them and say, "Do you want to hang out?" So oh, so the hangout thing. Okay, right, and but instead of like. If you call one of them and then go to hang out with them, you can't call the third. So you have to call both of them. Then you will be able to hang out. And then you just get in a car and, you know, cause some mayhem. And then uh, just keep your wanted three stars for three minutes. You know, that, I'm sorry, just to break in. Tom, did you play the mission where Trevor and Lamont hang out and they go to Grove Street? First of all, his name is Lamar. And I'm Lamar. Lamar. <laughs> sorry. Lamar. Yeah, and I love the possibility of, of creating, the, you know, listening to the dialogue between the ancillary characters like that. And uh, uh, But I don't know that I went to Grove Street. Where did we go hang out? I forgot where we hung out. I think we just went to a bar. And Oh, yeah, this is the weirdest thing. Uh, we went to a bar and got drunk, and then we saw a movie. <laughs> kind of a weird I had, I had this mission with Franklin and Trevor and Lamar where you go to pick up some drugs, and you go to Grove Street. And you basically, if I'm right, you go to CJ's house, which is oh, kind of funny. To pick up the coke, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was CJ. Oh, that's awesome. I Wait. don't think that's CJ, but I think that's where he lived in San Andreas. Oh, okay, okay. There might even be some reference to that. They might. Do they say something about the house? Or okay, that's a cute touch. That's a cute touch. Yeah, no, and they, you know, because he lived at the end of that circle, and right. then you have to fight your way out of there. So it's pretty funny. Uh, I thought that was a. Uh... Well, you can definitely. Uh, ha- For the most part, I'm a little disappointed that I- I've got so many numbers in the character's cell phones that I can call and they don't seem to do anything. Uh, you just get yeah. the, the answering machine. Uh, but if you try some of those, I was able to get Lamar and Trevor to just hang out. And, and have a mandate, and I loved that they could do that. And they even had some dialogue, you know, that obviously the actors recorded uh, specifically for. Hey, what if Trevor and Lamar are just hanging I, out without? I else? love the idea of those two hanging out. Yeah, 
Well, that's and that's the thing is it made me want to create more weird little pairs. Uh, like you know, I, I would love for for uh, Michael and Tanya to hang out, for instance. I want them to talk. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I know that, like, in the list of, if you go to the, the Social Club website and, and it has, like, all the things that you can do, there's actually, like, going to, if you're going to get 100%, like, playing darts as a friend activity is on there. So playing darts is on uh, there. Playing darts as a friend activity is on there. I don't want to play darts as a friend activity. I don't want to play darts at all. Okay. If it's on an achievement, if it's on a checklist, I'll do it, I guess. Ha-ha. <laughs> Uh, and I just love, uh, I just, I really like the writing and the voice acting and the character models. You know, a, a video game performance consists of three aspects, and it's part of what made Uncharted so good. It takes great character animation, it takes good voice acting, and it takes a good script. And I feel with all three of the characters, G- Rockstar has finally pulled that off in a GTA. Uh, you know, I, I like the character animation and how they each look different. Uh, I, I love the writing for them. Uh, and I, I just love what the voice actors are doing. Um, yeah. So characters uh, every, for me. Every time they go to the San Andreas area, I'm very happy with it. Uh, the San Andreas area, you mean? Oh, you, you mean uh, Rockstar? In- yeah, yeah, right. Uh, whenever they go, like, use that area, Los right. Santos and the surrounding. Well, let me then jump to my number three pick before one of you guys scoops me, jerks. Um, the third thing that I really like, and, and this reminds me of Red Dead Redemption, but it's a lot more tightly designed because you don't have such so much open countryside. I just love the atmosphere and the variety in, San An- in, in this area. San Andreas is the whole mm-hmm. state, but Los Santos and whatever you call that area north, Blaine County, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. I love how much variety they have wrung out of this area with the mountains and the desert and the great big old uh, – what is that ocean called? Not the – oh, the Alamo Pacific? Sea. No, 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 the ocean, the the lake, the Alamo Sea, that, that oh. dead lake there. Uh, <clears throat> right. And, yeah, and then the ocean. Um, I, I just love how much variety there is there, and it just reminds me a lot of, of how cool the world was in Red Dead Redemption. Um, you know, there was a lot of great stuff in Liberty City, but that was all very much a New York City nod. Uh, yeah. I just I love the breadth of this location. Yeah. Just so much. Um, and, and some of the, you know, just, just – being in the desert uh, is just such a different vibe from being in the, the city. Um, so that, that's that's my third favorite thing. Uh, Brandon, what would you pick as your third favorite thing? Well, or- kind of um, same thing, uh, kind of in that that vein. See, um, how does it feel to be scooped? N- yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> I think that, that GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption had the same problem in that they kind of um, shoved – the last part of their game in a very small kind of section of geography. So like, you know, the Jersey part of Liberty city to me just felt like, like a, like a corridor. Similarly, when you got to the kind of the, I guess the America, the, the, the the Eastern or more Colorado ish part of, you know, with the, with the 30 bears per square foot, you know, (laughs) part of Red Dead Redemption, it actually got to be like, like a farce. Um, and I feel like they they did a much better job of kind of, um, spacing, spacing things out here and spacing out the, um, the changes from one type of geography to another, you know, things, 
they take up the you know kind of the appropriate amount of space so that when you're going from one to the other it feels natural and and you don't feel at any point like you're shoved into just this little part that they felt they right. had to have because they're modeling a specific thing um because I just remember in Red Dead getting to the the mountain part, and it was like bear, 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 <laughs> yeah, bear. Oh, or like, cougar or whatever, or mountain lion, yeah. yeah, just like getting destroyed every five seconds. Well, and it's such yeah. a weird corner too uh, in in Red Dead Redemption. It's yeah. like okay, you've got this huge expanse southwest, and now we're going to kind of shove over in the corner here the Rocky Mountains and some woods. Uh, please don't don't stray too far when you go up there, because uh, <laughs> right. you'll fall back to the prairie. Uh, a quick anecdote. So when you get killed in GTA V, um, you know you come back at the hospital, and I think it takes a percentage of your income, but with a cap of five thousand um, dollars. When you get arrested, the stupid cops they charge a token sum for bail. I think when Trevor got arrested last night, it was just three hundred dollars. But they, the jerks take all your ammo. Because yeah. for the longest time, I had so much ammo, and I was like, "Wow, when am I ever going to use all this?" You got arrested. <laughs> Shut up, rookie. Okay, here's what happened. They do this cool thing where if you go into town, if you go... Well, okay, you know, Brandon, there's a mission in Saints Row 4 where uh, when you go into the city, everybody will... Like, the, the forces will attack you. Like, guards will attack you. Uh, they go aggro on you. So yeah. I think we... Yeah. So, and there's a cool bit of the game where they go aggro on you. So there's something kind of like that in um, in GTA V for a certain point. And so I was someplace where some people were aggro on me, and I was shooting them and fighting them and trying to hang back, and the cops showed up. And I wanted to make sure the cops weren't shooting at me, and it seemed like they weren't. So I just ducked behind a car, and I let them kill the people who were aggro on me. And afterwards, I was like, hey, great job, guys. You know, I put away my gun. So they knew that I wasn't going to fight them. I thought they were coming to help me because I was only in self-defense engaged in this oh, gun yeah. battle. So I put away my gun, and the cops killed the other dudes. And I was like, oh, great. Thanks, guys. And then the thing they did a thing where Trevor puts his hands up like he's, uh, he's surrendering to the cops, and it says I'm under arrest. So I had no uh, idea that I was going to be arrested. So what happens then is I uh, have no ammo. So I'm like, well, well screw this. I'm going to go play Michael for a while, and I'm going to do some stuff. And uh, I was playing as Michael a while, and then later I went back to Trevor, and he was like off in the desert doing uh, – just getting drunk in the middle of the desert uh, with no vehicles around, which is really annoying. That's what I hate is when Trevor goes out in the wilderness and gets drunk somewhere where there's no handy vehicle to drive out of there. And I'm not going to call a cab that far out. So I was just walking along trying to you know, get somewhere where there was a road or a car, and I saw a dog come running up to me. And there are dogs in the game, and there's a, couple of, there's a, there's a few awesome missions where Franklin can like, talk to dogs, which I love. So a dog comes running up to me, and I was thinking, oh, this will be like a dog talking to Trevor. This is awesome. So I stood there waiting for the dog to come up to me, and it was coming closer. And I was looking at it, and I was like, wait, is that, is that, a, is that a dog? Oh, geez, it's a mountain lion. <laughs> so, so a mountain lion comes running at me. So I immediately went to equip my gun and had no ammo <laughs> because oh. the cops had stolen my ammo. <laughs> so, so I also got killed by a mountain lion, even though I, I had about 20 different heavy weapons with me uh, and nothing to shoot at it. So you couldn't hit it? You used like a club? I, I was constantly, I, I was quickly trying to go to punching, you know, to equip my punching thing. And uh, no, I did not get to punch the mountain lion. <laughs> my <laughs> punching. <laughs> If that's what you want to call it. If you, <laughs> tap, technical. 
If you tap the LB, it'll switch to your fist. Oh, yeah, I think I did know that. Well, you know what, McMaster, I'd like to see you, how cool you are under the pressure of a charging mountain lion. Pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, All right, so, Brandon, you stole my, for your number three pick, you stole my uh, answer. Good work. I didn't steal it. I I modified it. (laughs) Uh, McMaster, what's the third thing that, for you, makes GTA V really stand out from other GTAs and open world games? Well, I mean, this is something that they've kind of been good at anyway, but it, it really excels here. Is uh, from a design point of view, they're really good at selling these moments that you can have. Like when, for instance, uh, this is one of my favorite video gaming missions ever. I, uh, you, for a heist, you have to go steal a helicopter, and. Uh, or maybe you didn't because you chose the go stand on a ship mission. Anyway, <laughs> you, you, so, you, did the, you did the knitting mission. Right. Like, you hung out at the senior center. Okay, so, I'm not lying at all when I say I honestly wish there was an MMO inside the world of Grand Theft Auto. I would play it. All right, so carry on, McMaster. Is GTA Online is going to be? <laughs> oh, um, I like your thinking, Brandon. All right, McMaster, so you have to steal a helicopter. Go ahead. Right, so I switched to Trevor. It, he go. It, it takes him to uh, the apartment he's staying in with Floyd, and I can't remember Wait. Floyd's girl. Oh, oh, the girlfriend. Wait. Well, the girlfriend. Wait, yeah. She's not around at any point right. that I've seen. So, uh, yeah. Real quick, I want to say I love the visual progression of that apartment. After oh yes, this is a pretty pretty filthy time for it. Um, and Trevor is like sitting on the couch. Uh, shirtless and just some jeans. And I think he's barefoot too, honestly. And uh, he's watching TV. I stand up off the couch, turn off the TV, and take control, you know. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to put any clothes on. I'm just going to steal a helicopter. So I go out and I get in my truck. I drive to a military base. I kill a bunch of guards. I walk barefoot down the middle of a road, killing every guard I see. Then I steal a truck, crash it into a bunch of more bunch more cards and then i take a helicopter and fly it home and i, I was in, i was shirtless the entire time <laughs> and that's pretty much <laughs> as god intended yes <laughs> make it as a babe and, uh, you know or or just like for the for just how many different pieces they set into motion and everything like uh, i remember one of the missions with franklin where you're trying to escape uh, an ambush in like a burned out building and um, you come out, and there's, like, a uh, police helicopter uh, flying oh, yeah. right above you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I shot the, the pilot, and then it crashed onto me and killed me. Almost, like, uh, like uh-huh. probably 30 seconds later, I was like, man, I'm going to make it out. Yeah! And then the, the freaking helicopter lands on me and kills me. That's that's a classic Grand Theft Auto yeah. moment. McMaster, what that reminds me of is, uh, again, I had this moment where, where Trevor got drunk and was just out in the middle of nowhere, and I had to I had to hoof it down to the nearest freeway. And I, I like how on freeways, cars aren't just going the speed they go on normal streets. Oh, no. They're, and they won't always stop. And I, I was trying the thing where I stand in the road and I hold the gun, and a lot of cars would just either hit me or go around me. And yeah. if you do it long enough, I think you'll find a pedestrian. But I got tired of waiting, so I put a sticky bomb in the middle of the road. They get, I'm going to blow up some of the traffic, and that will create a traffic jam. And then I can hop in one of the cars that's caught in the traffic jam. So I put a sticky bomb, and I figured, oh, a big old semi is coming up. I'll hit that. I'll, 
you know, that'll block traffic. So I see it coming. I hit the sticky bomb underneath it, and the tractor trailer, the trailer part of it, sort of flips up in the air. And I realize I had tra- tragically miscalculated the trajectory of things as it was <laughs> coming towards me. Mistress. Right. But, and so I started running away, and it was just this awesome movie moment, like the stupid bit in the Lone Ranger where the the locomotive barely slides to a halt in front of Tonto and the Lone Ranger, where it just missed Trevor and, and stopped just short of him. And it was such this awesome little dramatic arc. Like, you know, a man hoisted on his own stupid, hoisted on the petard of his own stupidity, and oh, I still escaped anyway, and now I have a ride to get out of here, uh, which actually I didn't, because then cops started showing up, they apparently don't oh, like yeah. you setting off bombs on the road. Um. <laughs> I like how when you're up in the northern part, if you accidentally hit somebody's car, they'll actually get out to try and fight you. <laughs> oh, I like that too, I like it when they don't run. Like they're more ornery up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's all that yeah, country music. It is. It's Truck and Convoy. It's, it's all that Charlie Daniels, those fiddlers. Uh, all right, so, um, yeah, what, what's gonna, I, what are you guys' predictions for October 1st? I'm a little worried. For October 1st? Crashes. Oh, uh, Constant yeah. server crashes. Oh, uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto Online. They're, they're yeah. definitely, it's going to be a little bit rough for them. But I, I think, you know, I think, and, and they know that. Like, if you read their post today, I mean, they're like, it's going to be rough. We know it's Oh, what did they rough. say? Is that what they said? Yeah, they basically were like, you know, just bear with us. Like, we want your feedback. We, you know, we they, they talked about, like, the stuff they're going to be doing and kind of the money type stuff. And um, and they basically were like, you know, just please bear with us. Like, give us feedback. Tell us what works. Tell us what doesn't. We know that we're going to get slammed. Like, we, we have no illusions. We are doing – every day we are adding hardware, but we know that we're, you know, we're going to get slammed. I mean, they're being very honest and upfront about it, which I think, you know, I think that's where when companies fail is when they, they kind of go, oh, we thought we had enough and it's right. like well, no you never have enough like and that's a good thing because it means that more people are playing than you had thought but you know don't pretend like you you had it mapped out perfectly and they they're, they're basically saying we know it's going to be a mess so just bear with us and you know and and we'll, we'll all get through it it makes me wish that i had the discipline which i absolutely do not have to just say you know i'm not going to play grand theft auto 5 until maybe october 14th i'm going to give it right. two weeks I clearly right. don't. Have oh, it. that's crazy talk. We're gonna I be know. there day one. I mean, I know McGraster. Not just day one, but the you know stroke of midnight. Like I'm, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I mean, I'll sit really with her. Cool. You know what they what they what they're gonna do? Like being able to do you know get a crew and do heists or just do oh, heists yes. by yourself or like hook up with just random people and do stuff. And then you know and the fact that they they said you know you will be able to earn money in game to buy stuff if you want to get stuff more quickly. You can buy GTA dollars, which is literally what it's called. It's called GTA dollar sign. Uh, you know, and then with real money to get stuff. But but there's nothing in the game like you can unlock everything in the game. Uh, through getting money by doing stuff, and they actually tweaked the the single game, tweaked the economy um, between the um, the single game and the multiplayer game and GTA Online, so that you earn money more quickly in GTA Online. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we'll see. yeah, we'll see how that works. There's no crossover though, right? There's no crossover. No. Okay. Right. Uh, are any of you guys playing the stock market? Either of them, by the way. No, no, bit, yeah. I, I, no. I think I'm about I, I ready just, to give up on that because I feel like I'm just rolling dice at this point. That's what it, you know, I, what I would have preferred is them to just wholesale lift the drug dealing from Chinatown Wars. 
uh, and put that in instead because it's just basic supply and demand. You know, this guy here wants weed. That guy there has a lot of weed. Well, there's a lot of tricks to this business. Right. And I just don't, I guess what it is is I don't really have the, I don't really have the interest in trying to figure it out. But I need money. I mean, you know, I'm not going to buy that $150 million golf course. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it'd be nice. Certainly, I, I need it, too. I mean, I, I got nothing. Can you give me what you have, Brandon? Just transfer it to my account? Uh, yeah, sure. Why don't you email me your bank account number and your routing <laughs> number and your social security number? Uh, uh, fact, I have. Yes. Yes. Just give, me, give me, you know, if you have any brokerage accounts, 401ks, <laughs> any of that stuff. Just yeah. send that to me, Tom. I don't Absolutely. mean real life, Brandon. I just Tom. want your GTA $5. Tom had a card printed up with all that information on it just to hand out. <laughs> yeah, when I'm walking around, I give it to strangers. When, in all, hopes all, all, the, all the Nigerian princes he meets in his uh, He is so often. It's weird. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I fully intend – I think the only thing that would stop me from just banging on this game for literally months to come to 100% of the stuff is GTA Online. Uh I don't think it'll take you very long to get the 100%, to be perfectly honest. Oh, come on. There's a golf course. It's $150 million. How are you going to get that kind of money? You don't, you, you, I, don't, I think you only have to own five properties to get to 100%. Oh, no, no. That's not 100% in then. No, I want all of them. I oh, want to you're talking what, actual 100%, not like Rockstar's version of 100%. Yeah, please. I don't care about achievements. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Well, I want to find out because I want to find out what things happen when you do stuff. Like I, I mentioned on the podcast last week that I did this half-hour triathlon and got yeah. nothing for it. But I, I guess I'm okay with that because I that did it. That goes towards the checklist. The oh. triathlons are all in your checklist. Oh. But now, wait Tom, a minute. Are you, are, you ups- are you upset that there's no difficulty levels? You won't get an achievement for completing GTA V well, on, uh, on a smaller difficulty level? I, I I would be upset if there were difficulty levels that didn't change anything. I'm fine with no difficulty levels and Rockstar tuning it on their own. Um, okay. I think. You know what? Maybe I'm not. Let me get back to you on that one, Brandon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, although I found um, – I do find some of the – like some of the rampages I am having a hard time with. Um, it's it's kind of amazing too. Saints Row Four would never do this, but there are long, long stretches of me playing GTA Five where I'm never shooting anyone. Where I'm oh not yeah, shooting. me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a testament to their world building that I'm okay with that. That that I don't need that kind of. I mean, say what you will about Saints Row Four, the greatest game of all time. Their world building skill is adequate, I, I think, at best. Um, yes. So they need to preoccupy you busy with superpowers and crazy combat and wacky weapons and, and whatnot. Um, but uh, I'm I'm fine with things in GTA Five maybe not paying off as I expected or not necessarily being difficult or there not being enough combat. Um, so that's long- kind of like the pleasure of that game in a way, honestly. Just being in it, yeah, absolutely, yeah, right. So. All right, so uh, GTA Five. Uh, let's go around the table. If you gave it between one and five stars at this point, Brandon Kukowski Schnell, what would be your rating score? This is, this is such a useless exercise too, because I know what you're. Can, can I give it a half? Have no. Roll? What's the matter with you? What? Please, this isn't Game Spy. <laughs> I, actually, uh, fine. I, I, I'd give it. Say that again. Well, I was, would anybody not give it five stars? I mean, I love this thing. You guys do as well, right? 
I would give it I would give it four stars just so that um you know the the to to bring out the the misery and hatred in the comments as a reflection on how much this game hates people. Uh, you know what? You could do that no matter what you gave it. It would not matter, Brandon. What score? Yeah. You gave, that would come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I, if you had asked me before it came out, like if I was just based on the experience that I had, which which was very fond, but at times uneven, with GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption, certainly L.A. Noir. I never would have guessed I would have played <laughs> as much as I do. The foot chase simulator. <laughs> Yay! Well, if anything, L.A. Noir was hugely instrumental in me thinking. In me not being super psyched, I mean curious, but not super psyched for GTA Five. Uh, yeah. La Noire really did temper my enthusiasm. For my <laughs> yeah, it'll do that. Totally understandable. Yeah. yeah. So, totally. Uh, McMaster, four stars, five stars, uh, two stars, yeah. four and a half point five uh, enthusiastic stars up. I mean, the yes. thing, even even at this point, you know, fifty with only nine or yeah, nineteen missions to go, out of sixty-nine of them. If they all suck, and I hate what happens to the characters, and it suddenly is crappy, uh, I this is just such an amazing achievement to my mind uh, that I absolutely love this game. Um, I hope that when it ends, Nico's cousin pops out and goes, "You win! <laughs> you win!" <laughs> is that wait? Is that Roman? <laughs> yeah, it sounded to me like you were doing a little Mario there. McMaster. <laughs> Maybe I was. Mario. All right, well, thanks, everyone, for joining us for our GTA uh, 5 podcast. We will actually be taking a break from talking about GTA next week, uh, and we'll be talking about, let's see, how to, how to say this without scaring everyone off, oh, uh, games that involve building characters out of decks of cards. Hmm... I'll, I'll leave you that, that clue, and uh, tune in next week to find out what exactly that means. I am Tom Chick. I have been joined by Jason McMaster and Brandon Kukowski-Schnell. Thanks for listening, and we will see everyone here next week. Come on, this has got to be one of the best songs in the game. I've actually been singing this song to the dog. It's no night moves. That I'll grant you. If that puss got a bus, I'm like, no. Hey, pussy bitch, shoot it up, they got hearts. Master, it's not funny. This is a cultural expression of man. It's not funny. We're the most hardcore game podcast Right, you, you won't hear this music on uh, Jumping the Sharks opening. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just because Todd's afraid of getting sued. And uh, Bill's monocles would pop out of all the places he has them. I, I put in, what did I put in? I opened up with, oh, Big Boy, one week. Yeah. From, uh, not, it was his last album. I forget the name of it. It was a great album. See, what, but, um, and wasn't it awesome to have that for a change? It was. Todd's afraid of getting sued. Why? Because yeah. he's, Todd's, he's a, Todd's a real, uh, he's a real honeypot, that one. <laughs> The draw lawyers. He, I know. He, I just. I'm like, no. Pearl Jam is not listening to Jumping the Shark. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> So you should listen to the other rap channel because that's got. Um, Two chains on it. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar and uh, yeah. 
All right, I'm 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 down with that. 